Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how a remodel can destroy the value of a property. The TV reno shows are sometimes bringing people into the remodeling business that only see one thing. They say, I can make this house nicer too. They've become inspired to replicate what they see on TV. They believe they've got a design sensibility. Of course, everyone thinks they have good taste and believe they can make some money improving a house and putting it for sale. On today's show, we're looking at a specific case study where the value of a house was destroyed by renovation. The home is in Arlington, Texas, exactly one block from the University of Texas campus. It had been owner-occupied since it was built, and it changed hands a few times over its life. But basically, it was the same house that was built back in 1940. It appears to have been updated in the 1970s, and again, most recently, immediately before it was put on the market. The owner put about $50,000 worth of improvements into the property immediately before putting it for sale. They assumed the property would be purchased by another owner-occupant. After all, they lived happily in that home for years. They put in a new kitchen, new bathrooms, new carpeting in the bedrooms, new tile in the front entrance. The paint colors were well chosen. They spruced up the exterior of the property to improve the curb appeal. It was a one-story ranch bungalow built on a large lot with a huge front yard, ample side yards, and a nice backyard. There were a couple of large, mature trees overhung the house and provided shade to much of the yard. And naturally, the homeowner hoped and expected they would gain more than their added investment in the way of a higher sale price. The failure of this renovation was in a fundamental assumption. It's as if they failed to notice that the university next door had grown from 22,000 students to 51,000 students in the past decade. They'd failed to pay attention to how other properties a couple of blocks away that used to house single-family homes were now part of the university campus. They failed to notice that other properties had been assembled into larger parcels and a dozen or more student housing residents were built where perhaps a couple of families used to live. The failure was in assuming the buyer would be another family just like them. The real buyer would have been a guy like me, someone who would have talked to the planning department at the city, conceived of a completely new use for the property, taking into consideration the new needs of the local marketplace. I had conversations with the planning department to determine the allowable density and the parking requirements. I had my eye on the neighbor's property as well. The two properties put together would give access to a larger parcel from both sides and make it easier to design the parking for the desired number of units. The height restriction in the zoning could probably be challenged given the number of newly built structures in the immediate area and it would have made a great, great project. The homeowner spent $50,000 and in my estimation was asking for an additional $70,000 to cover the cost of their renovation. The only consequence of this renovation was to increase the purchase price of a vacant lot by $70,000. It would have been so much better had the owner put the house on the market as is, where is, without making any improvements at all. He would have had the developers fighting over it, probably offering him more than the asking price. Instead, he marketed the home to an owner-occupant that would love to live right next to a university campus of 51,000 students. I don't know about you, but I don't know too many people who are about to sell their existing home and move right next door to a campus of 51,000 students. On this show, we often talk about the difference between content and context. 
the problem was not with the content of the homeowner's renovation. It was with the context of the sale. The seller failed to recognize who the ideal buyer would be. The owner probably spent a lot of time selecting the perfect materials for the renovation. I feel sad for him, because it was a wasted effort. The house was ultimately repositioned from a highly marketable property into a property that nobody wanted. It was overpriced as a redevelopment site, and it was in the wrong location for a single family looking to establish the homestead for the next generation. This house was repositioned into no man's land. This was a case where a renovation actually destroyed value. There's another kind of renovation that destroys value, and that's the bad reno. If the ultimate buyer is going to be looking for a well-finished product, then the buyer will want high-end finishes. And too often, I see renovations that are determined by the seller's budget as opposed to a careful plan based on the tastes of the ideal buyer. An improvement isn't an improvement if it misses the target. So you're thinking about that. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.